Well, hello, hello. I have now decided that I am going to call this podcast WWW Working Woman Wednesday. Um, although I am recorded on a Wednesday, I will post the next day, which will be a Thursday. So we'll call that Travel Thursday. Anyways, um, today I wanted to talk about the biggest thing in the room when it comes down to travel agents and when it comes down to travelers. Service fees, also known as consultations, could be called travel services fees, whatever a travel agent may call it. Either way, what that is, is basically a fee that is rendered um, for travel. Us basically trying to do our best to find the information. We're doing the research. We're doing the, you know, the knowledge checks. We're also giving you information that you may not have known. So just as if when you go to a doctor's office, they're professionals and you have to pay them for their services. You go to a barber shop, you have to pay for services to get your hair cut. So there's about 68% of travel agents pre-pandemic that stated that they did not charge any type of service fees, which is fine, each to their own. But as we are seeing in the travel industry, that more deep dive into making sure that you have the appropriate information prior to leaving on your vacation to make sure that you've got your COVID vaccines, um, making sure that you have your co- the testing requirements, where you need to go test, the time allowance that you are um, required. Each state, each country is totally different. We're constantly keeping up and educating ourselves into finding out what those guidelines are for you. So you don't have to search it. Um, I say that and I open that this um, podcast in mentioning service fees and why, you know, necessarily we charge. But again, let's just think about it. If you had a business and let's just say that you spent two hours gathering information, whether it's, you know, somebody wanted you to come and quote to paint their walls or cut their lawn or cut down a tree in the backyard. And then they decide, you know what? And you spent two hours there just giving them estimates. And they say, well, we don't want your services. You're going to feel completely as if you just worked for free. And that's not fair. It's not fair to you as a business owner and neither is it for travel agents. Now, on the flip side of it, a lot of people say, well, don't you guys get paid from the vendors? The answer is yes, we do get a commission, but the commissions are not structured for the same for each different type of vendors. Again, when you come to a travel agent, a travel agent such as myself, we have over 200 suppliers that we use that may not be available for you. And with that being said, if they're not available for you, then as well, there is um, we, we've got some some um, uh, 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 upper hand. In other words, some you might want to go to Sandals. Let's just say that you wanted to go to a Sandals resort, but you didn't have the money to pay it up front. It could be and I'm mentioning that as a, you know, just one of the hotels, but it could be a, a Royalton. It could be a Rio. It could be, you know, a Hampton. Um, it could be a Hyatt or a, a Wyndham. Say you wanted to go in March, but you're calling me today to book that vacation. If you decide that you want to book that vacation, you may not have that opportunity to get that uh, that 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 luxury of making payments on it. 
Therefore, agents have the luxury of, you know, making that communication towards the suppliers and vendors and say, hey, you know, I'm going to book this um, resort and also the flights, but I'm going to make a payment arrangement for my customer. We have that ability to do that. You know, we did use diff there's not a hand. It's only a handful. I won't say that all suppliers do it, but the suppliers um, that we do use will allow us to do that where you can't call Hilton and tell them that you want to stretch out a payment unless you actually go borrow the money from the bank and you have to pay interest on it. I don't know what your bank may charge. I'm just guesstimating. But with that being said, I only say that only because I feel that it's right and it's fair for travel advisors and travel agents to get paid for what they've done for you. And it doesn't have to be a lot. And a lot of people think, well, how much do they charge for a service fee or an agent fee? Some agents only charge $25. Other agents charge up to $200. But make sure you have that conversation with your agent to say, hey, do you charge a uh, fee and if they say that they charge a fee ask them what their fee is and um and just like i said and is it negotiable absolutely if you are in a in a crunch with finances then you know make sure you have that conversation with your agent and um it just states that now within the COVID industry that's been impacted we as travel advisors um, and agents have been impacted the most. So we've had to spend some time to re-educate ourselves to make sure that you guys are getting what you need. And there is about, you know, about 30,000 travel agents out here. And, you know, and what we do tend to find is that we have more shoppers, people that aren't interested in booking at all. And with that being said, if we have a religious traveler that absolutely is dedicated to you know, getting on a plane and traveling to the Caribbeans or Jamaica um, or Jamaica as part of the Caribbeans, but, um, you know, Aruba or if they want to go to Europe, Asia. Again, if you've never been there and you're needing some insight from an expert, you come to the right place. You went to a travel agent. So because you didn't have that information, a travel agent is there to give you that information. I feel that they deserve at least um, to be compensated for assisting you. But there are agents, like I stated, that are new to the industry or maybe have, you know, vetted clients that they don't charge any type of agent fees. And, and that's mainly because either their vetted um, customers that come to them, you know, come to them frequently. I'm that agent that if I had more, you know, a particular customer that was come to, coming to me an average 10 times a month, would I serve them a service no, because I feel like, you know, I've, I'm privileged to have uh, you know, a customer that is willing to stay with me for that long and trust me to find the travel needs for them and their families. So just take that into consideration. Um, again, the time with the travel agent, we are not free. We did not come into this industry, you know, with and I, I say this for small businesses. I'm not speaking of, you know, AAA employees or the blue vacation, their employees, they do get commissions, but they also have a set um, when they're employing a travel agency and you go to that particular, if they are, if they are true employees, they are getting paid by the hour. But most travel agents, such as myself, I'm an independent contractor, small business owner. I have to pay taxes. I, I'm a 1099. Um, I have my LLCs. So therefore, it's not free for me to work. You know, there's days that I have, you know, booked maybe two 
trips and there's a day that I might book 10. There might be a month that I don't book anything. And with that being said, that's where we get our money from. And again, you know, we've got to look back and see again with the the vendors and the suppliers. So if I was booking, for instance, with sandals, sandals might offer me 15 percent commission off of a uh, one of their rooms. But again, that's 15 percent of what you pay. So if you only paid a thousand, just think about it. We just got 15 percent off of that thousand, but may have spent five hours for two days looking for that particular going back and forth with you exchanging information and up until the day that you travel even while you're traveling and when you come back time is invested so that's exactly why i say be considerate and understand that if an agent should ask for a service fee it's for all reasons and should this become a norm for most agencies i think it should And only reason why I say I think it should is because the more that we charge agent fees, the more it's understanding for you guys. And again, we're not one of those that are charging. If you find an agent that says that they're charging you five hundred dollars, you need to ask exactly what's included. Are they coming on a trip with you? You know, but I mean, I'm not you know, I'm not saying that that's wrong. That may be their worth. Maybe they are giving you more than what, you know, an agent is giving you fifty dollars. Um, you know, for a service fee, they may give you the same thing. But again, find out, ask that agent exactly, you know, with the service fee, what is included. And we build reports. When you book online to get a trip, that is you spending your time and you flipping and saying, um, you know, flipping one or two web pages and then you decide whether or not you're going to go with them or not. But again, you're talking to the computer by yourself. But with the agent, we are more detailed. We want to know what you expect. What, what do you imagine your trip to be? And so we're going to do the best that we can to make sure that when we put this plan together or put your um, proposal together, that we're giving you exactly what you asked for. And if we can't find anything, we're always communicating with other agents to find out what we can do to make it best for you. So we are one big happy family and we do the best that we can to accommodate you and your trip. So just make sure that you take care of your your um, your agent. Um, another thing that I wanted to point out while commissions are fine and dandy, um, it can be difficult to earn commissions um, alone. And I think I mentioned that earlier because some places only give you commissions based on the amount of business that you have given to their um, service. So, but I will say that I am a type of person that I just not only, I'm looking for the best deal for my customers. It's not based on the increase of commission that I'm receiving from my suppliers. So, um, and I've done this several times. I have one particular supplier that I know that doesn't pay me as well, but I know that they give me the best for my customers. They give me the, that deposit um, availability. They give me low rates when it comes down to um, flights and they give me, you know, a built in itinerary that I'm able to produce to my customers. So I don't have to really do the extra legwork. So do they give me less commission? Yes. But do I use them more frequently? Absolutely. Because I'm looking out for the best interest for my customer. So like I said, just take that in consideration. Um, and the same thing 
when and no, a lot of people don't realize this. And this is something that you can look up yourself and say, hey, you know, air only. So if you haven't noticed, um, this was uh, uh, something that came a while back. But air only bookings, we can't charge uh, oh, not necessarily charge, but there's really no domestic and international the commission is very low. So if you're calling your agent and you're saying, I just need air only, um, of course, expect some type of service fee um, from that agent. Because, again, I, and I say this very open, I, I'm the type of agent that I rip the bandaid off. And I don't mind speaking freely on, you know, myself and other people in this industry as well. But those particular um, flights, you know, is like maybe 2 percent, 3 percent, but not always any percent. Especially, you know, if you're drive, you're you're flying from North Carolina to Vegas, and we're just selling from Delta or American Airlines, they may not offer us any commission at all. Um, so that's another reason why you you know you guys don't understand that it's not a situation that we don't want to charge a service fee. It's it's a have to type of situation because we we're trying to get our money's worth when it comes down to. Um, the amount of time that we spend. And I know that you're like, well, you know, she doesn't spend that much time doing airline tickets. So that's why they're not giving you commission. But again, you came to us for a service. You asked us to help you. So wouldn't you feel as if they need to be compensated? I, I do think they do. Um, I don't feel like, you know, that any agent should charge you by the hour because, again, you're not with them and you don't know how much that they you know should charge. And you don't know how much time that they spend. And I can tell you right now that the amount of hours, and I've been told in my past relationships, and I say that because I lose most of them because I do spend a lot of my time, you know, invested in my customers and my work. But I spend way too much time, you know, on the phone with my customers. But that's just me. And um, but anyways, you know, um, I feel like, you know, if I had a charge by the hour, I would make more money than what they would pay for their actual trip. So I don't charge by the hour. And if you have an agent that says that they charge by the hour, ask them again, like, how are you calculating or how do I know how much time that you spent? Um, and so that's that's fine. And, and it's OK to walk away from uh, an agent that that charges service fees, because, again, if they charge too much, just let them know. Let them know, please. I ask anybody if you are paying attention to this um, this podcast about the service fees that if you run across the agent and the agent does say that they have um, they they charge a service fee and it may be two hundred dollars over your budget, then just let them know. Hey, I can't afford that two hundred dollars, and I you know I'm just going to have to move on. Simple as that. That way that this agent is not sitting by the phone or by the emails waiting for you to respond back on their proposal. Um, and that's just, you know, and I tell people, you know, be very leery. I mean, if you don't want the service or if you feel that somebody else has got a better deal, that's fine. Again, not to create or call you a shopper. You just know your pocketbook better than what we do. So just let the agent know that that doesn't fit in your budget and you never know. They might can accommodate it, but don't ever leave them hanging. Um, and don't so um, and, and make sure that it's spelled out in your um, in your invoice. So if somebody's giving you an invoice and you don't see that service fee in there, it needs to be separated outside of what the vendor charges, because I don't feel that that's fair that somebody would embed a service fee into the hotel room because that's deceiving. That's very deceiving. They haven't told you about it and they just kind of just 
poked it in there. I, I think that is very unethical, and I think it should be against the law for them to do that because it's hidden fees. So um, just make sure that you um, definitely ask them that it needs to be somewhere in writing for you to see it so you know what you're, you're doing. And another uh, theme that you may see is a uh, and, I, and I say this, they might charge you per person. So if they or per household, when I created my commission structure moving forward, it is per household. Um, so if you've got four or five family members um, that are going and they live, one lives in North Carolina, one lives in Tennessee, the other one lives in Texas and the other one lives in California. I would say that that would be, you know, a flat out $50 per family. But if it's just one household, then my service fee may just be $50. So, and it just really all depends. It depends on if I'm gathering information, if I'm booking um, an anniversary and it needs to be special or a milestone or a birthday or graduation, that's more work that's implemented in it. And again, that's a conversation that I'm going to definitely let you know. And I say that only because um, would, can somebody's charge to, you know, charge you um, outside of the actual uh, account that, you know, of the invoice, there's a possibility because some people want to be paid up front. I'll give you the inside scoops. Most people are not being paid. As a travel agent, we don't get paid until you actually travel. So if you book something with me this month and it doesn't plan to go until March, the first of March, I don't get that money to the end of March. So I've worked for something that doesn't pay me until later. So those service fees, again, may be that they may charge you that fee up front and then um, you just pay for the trip separately. So you may see two transactions. Make sure you ask your agent, is there going to be two transactions in regards to it? Because, again, some people are new into the industry and don't understand that techniques or um, that they can use as far as charging. And some of them, like I said, again, that's just something you probably didn't know that an agent doesn't get paid until you actually travel. Um, and if you cancel your trip, then again, we're not getting paid for that trip there. They are now due to COVID. A lot of agents, uh, well, a lot of um, industries and suppliers out there are trying to help us with, you know, saving our commission. But on the flip side, there's a there's more than of um, suppliers that are not. So so far I have out of 200, I've only seen four. Um, and that's just um, not including cruises, I'm just speaking um, relatively about land travel that, you know, they if you know, the commissions um, is canceled once you cancel. So, again, that's why it's important for an agent to get their booking fee in advance. Um, so it's not tied to that particular um, supplier um, whenever you decide to cancel. So that makes it a situation where they're going to be able to get paid still after working with you. And like, and if nothing's working out between you and your agent, feel free to communicate that with them. If they're not the right agent for you, then just let them know. Because again, the, and, and I don't think that there's going to be any type of disgruntle or, you know, they'll be upset with you. Um, because again, we are here. We are relationship builders. And I feel that when you explain that, you know, it's not working out, it makes it better for them to understand, critique themselves and, and find out whether or not, you know, what's the reason that it's not working. And when you tell the agent why it's not working out, you know, um, just make sure that they understand. So the next time that 
they do start dealing with someone else that they will take what you taught them moving forward. And it could be simply the, you know, them not communicating to you effectively. Maybe they didn't, you know, you sent the email at five o'clock and you're a person that you expect to buy, you know, within an hour. Or so a response, even if it's a, Hey, hello, I got your, you know, your information and I'll follow back up with you in 24 to 48 hours. Um, if you're that type of person, let them know, let them know what works for you. Because if we don't know you, because a lot of you, um, a lot of the clients that we have are referrals or they could be simply, um, you found us on the website. And again, um, and it could be, you know, um, somebody that you, um, well, it, same thing as referrals. I just say that only because just don't expect that your travel advisor knows you. And another good way to, um, help out when it comes down to the time allotted to reduce the service fee or reduce the time spent with a travel agent is ask them if they have a, a client inquiry form or a questionnaire to jot down things that you may need to tell them so it would cut down the time of them trying to figure things out and you telling them no that that's not going to work out. My inquiry form once was three pages long. I know that sounds crazy, but it had limited amount of time that I had to ask questions to my travelers. Um, and the inquiry form just simply was where are you departing from? Something that simple. What's your date of birth? That lets me know that if you are under the age of 21 and you're trying to um, book with me, that, you know, you're not going to be able to go to Cancun at a uh, all exclusive adult only. And as well, if you're over the age of 55 or 60, then if I know that, then I can actually try to work a deal with the supplier to get you a discount or if a cruise ship, they lower the, the fees or the costs for anybody over the age of 55 and 60. So those things are important to me. On my inquiry, I tell people to write down, what do you imagine this vacation to be for you? Um, you know, um, think how many travelers are you traveling with? Where are you departing from? You know, you might not, you might send me a form with your address that says North Carolina, but you may not be traveling out of North Carolina. Say that you're going to meet your your sister in uh, Miami. So you might be flying out of Miami. So that's important where you're departing from to get to the destination of your choice. Um, another thing is, you know, now we want to know, are you vaccinated? Do you have a passport? Um, how long do you plan to travel? Um, and do you have any food allergies? Do you have any special requests? Are you a diabetic? You know, so those things are needed in case you go to a hotel. I have a child that is type one diabetic and I forgot to let the um, let the guests know or I'm sorry, it was an Airbnb. I didn't let the owner know that he was um, diabetic. So therefore, whenever we left, um, I usually take the trash out with me and dump it out, you know, in a dumpster somewhere. But he had been giving himself insulin. And he put the um, the pins in the trash can versus putting them in a jug and me carrying them out. So whenever I got home, I got a call and basically it was like, hey, we found a couple needles in the trash can and just wanted to make sure that, you know, there was nothing illegal going on. I didn't even suspect that that would have been the question that they would have asked. But I have to, you know understand their concerns and I was like oh no I'm so sorry I should have let you know that my child was diabetic so um and she was like oh good it's a relief I just didn't know what to expect you know and again it was a precautionary for her as well because if 
say the top would have fell off and the house cleaner would have got poked. You know, that would have been a liability for her. So it's things like that, because I've noticed with most Airbnbs, if you tell them that you or any hotels and the same thing with cruises, when you tell them that, you know, you have a diabetic that's traveling with you, they will usually leave out a sharps container so you could put the needles in. Had I told them that, more likely they would have given me or accommodated me with that one. I do know that cruises do do that. So that's just like a little, you know, thing that I put on the inquiry form because, again, myself, I dealt with it. But um, less is more. I always say less is more. The, the less information that we have to bother you and aggravate you, um, the better it is for the both teams, the traveler and the travel agent. So um, just ask them, hey, do you have an inquiry form or, you know, what information can I provide for you to help you out? Again, because it is a team effort. And instead of going back and forth, I mean, I remember the first day that I sold my first travel, I sent at least 15 emails back and forth. And, I, and the email always started off, I'm so sorry, but I need to ask you this question. The, and by the fifth, I'm so sorry. Still, I have one more question to ask. 10th email, you know what, I forgot to ask this, you know, I've seen myself going back and forth, and that's what made me create a, a client inquiry form. Um, but again, uh, those are just things that I tell people that they need to make sure that they talk to their their um, their client customer and get that information so they can be able to assist. But anyways, that's my spiel. And my take in regards to service fees, I hope this information was helpful. If you need more information in regards or want to just, you know, listen to this all over again, it's only 25 minutes. I'm trying to cut the time back. I don't want to spend too much time. I'll wrap it up for the next couple minutes, just giving you how you can contact me to ask me any questions via email. I'm at admin at travelwithtt.com. You can also visit my website at www.travelwithtt as well I do have a Facebook account and it's travel with TT in NC because I am a North Carolinian um, and I have podcasts not only listen on Spotify but Amazon um, and Apple podcast and those are the only ones right now I think I have Apple podcast and Spotify Amazon and that's it so I haven't uploaded it with Google, but I think that this has been my third podcast and I intend to come back every Wednesday with different topics. If you have anything that you would like for me to discuss, feel free to drop it in my email and I'll be happy to um, respond back and talk about that. I might even give you a shout out. Um, so things like that. I'm very open to it. I'm very new to the podcast. I hope I did well this time because the first one I was very nervous. My voice was everywhere. I'm still nervous. But this time I put headsets on and I'm just walking around and trying to talk to myself. But anyways, with that being said, I'll let you enjoy the rest of your evening or afternoon, whatever you're doing, whatever time your zone you're at, that you're having a wonderful day. Again, um, I'm going to call these Wednesdays and it's already made up somebody else's tagline working woman Wednesday and that's because I but I work every day but this day is special because you get a piece of um, information from me to you for free so until next time you can inbox me other than that I hope you have a fabulous Wednesday night and Thursday afternoon and stay tuned until next week